Experiment 7 sits enraptured in your show. For the first time, you see how young that they really might be. When you release your puppets, their face falls a little. You turn to walk away, and a strong, firm, but gentle hand grabs yours. When you turn back, Experiment 7 is standing there with a sad smile. If anyone understands making a new identity, it's me. You should have told me sooner. Things happen. People change. Come back to the headquarters. There's someone I'd like you to meet. Experiment 7 releases your hand and... A strong residual heat persists after they let go. They take a few steps and you begin to follow them. And suddenly they stop and without turning... Or maybe you have already met them. It's not a question. Experiment 7 slowly turns back to you and gives you a slow scan up and down, as if maybe seeing you for the first time. In your experience with 7, you never had any impressions that they were a deep thinker, but you were always impressed by their instincts. A few minutes later... You find yourself back inside the old Monster Squad HQ. Nothing's really changed except it looks like the Seven's living space has started to invade the other places. On the old torn couch in the quote-unquote common area, Matt Spitter's laid out. His skin is swollen and blistered where the gas touched it, and Seven goes over and gently nudges him. I want you to meet someone. Mad Spitter cracks an eye and groans. Puppeteer, I would like you to meet Haunting Glottis. Officially. Mad Spitter just... Oh, he, he tries to sit up. Mad Spitter through swollen lips. Seven. I told you, that's a dumb name. Haunting Claudus is much more professional and has better imagery. But that's beside the point. We need to get you to a hospital. Mad Spitter just shakes his head and he rubs his forefinger and thumb together. You know. And with labored breathing. Oh, I'll be fine. Just, just let me rest. Seven turns and looks at you and then back at Mad Spitter and raises an eyebrow questioningly. Oh, Mandrew. Haunting Glottis. That's, uh... Oh. It's, it's, it's like a really rich piece of chocolate. <laughs> I'm, uh... I'm gonna have to digest that for a while. I love it. Uh, so, in terms of what Fergus would do next, that's actually fairly simple. The if-thens just sort of concern the details. If it's nighttime, then he'll go to uh, like a like a city clinic or something. If it's during the day, then he'll. If it's still like evening, like business hours, then he'll go to a, a doctor's office and do this. I'm sure he would know where a doctor was, uh, but he just goes. He uh, he'll 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 say to Seven and uh, Spitter, uh, just I'll I'll get someone. I I I know people. There won't be any money. Don't worry. <laughs> and he'll leave and go get a doctor. Um, 
He may have done this before. Uh, if so, then maybe he he knows of a doctor that uh, might be susceptible to this already. But he goes and finds a doctor and just sort of gently takes control of them, brings them to the hideout, gets their medical opinion, you know, sees what they can do for them on the spot with just like a bag or something, and then takes them back to their life and just deposits them there with no memory of what happened. After that, he's going to start by giving Spitter a, a similarly, like, sort of honest, sort of straightforward, sort of absolutely not intro to who he is. He's sort of glossing over details, just giving them the big picture. I was with a group called the League of Heroism in Chicago. You know, we fought these people. Um, he would he would mention that Blowhard was an old nemesis and um, tell them that, you know, even though he came back for revenge, he's obviously hurt other people and that uh, they have to go. Well, not they. Um, so he says, uh, after he's told them who Blowhard is or was, he says, I... I feel responsible for the two of you, but also perhaps for those people in the, the building he was holding hostage. I, uh, I must go back there and, and see how things are. But uh, before anything else, I, I just want you two to know that not everyone knows I'm, uh, I'm still alive. And, and for my own reasons, I'd, I'd like to keep it that way. If I could just ask you not to tell anyone about me, uh, I, I still need time to, to make things right. I, I, I knew I'd left some things unfinished when I left the League. I didn't think it would come to this. And he sort of gestures or gently touches somebody's wounds like this, this particular fight is what I mean. Uh, and he is going to go downtown and check out that area, see if the cops and the meta police are still there. More broadly, though, the next sort of set of moves he's going to try and make is using Seven's help, Seven's instincts. He's going to see if they can find any of the other survivors of the Monster Squad. Puppeteers is definitely interested in Vance Lyke, who was always the hardest to control and the most problematic because of his religious fanaticism. He's... I don't know if he would already know... Um, at, well, no, we covered this earlier on. So, like, he knows that we we know, you know, Puppeteer and Seven, presumably, know that Uru's, Strong Uru's is dead and that Jaguar has disappeared in some uncanny way. Um, so they're basically just looking for... Hold on. Yeah, so it's just Vance like that they're going to try and find. He would probably be curious about Son of Jaguar if he knew what had happened, but I'm assuming that he doesn't. 
so um, definitely wants to find out what happened to Vance like and what he's up to. He would also start digging around to find out what happened with the nihilist. Um, the way I imagined it, the, he sort of threw the squad at the nihilist when the nihilist was working as a merc for some other villain, like a villain group maybe. Could have even been the society or some new villain team that we don't know anything about yet. And the fight was like big or at least public. There was some damage um, to property and to people. And in the aftermath of that, Nihilist sort of looked around and was like, what the fuck am I doing? And kind of let himself be caught by the Meta Police and spent some time in jail. Um, I don't know if he's still there or if he's out now. Um, he's going to get out at some point because he's the nemesis. But... Um, I don't know if he would have been, like, released early for good behavior or, you know, like, maybe there was some sort of uh, court procedure and they were like, well, you know, this guy, this guy wasn't up to any good here, but most of the damage was done by... You know, this fucking Uru's guy was, like, picking up trucks and throwing them around with people still in them and crap like that. And this fucking guy, the knife, cutting shit up all the time. You know, so, like, maybe... And that was probably when Jaguar ate somebody's heart. So maybe it's plausible for... Uh, the nihilist to have been sort of exonerated, at least partly, just because the monster squad was so bad. Um, but Puppeteer is uh, interested in trying to find out what happened to him, what happened to Vance like. And um, sometime soon, I don't know how much downtime there is here, but if there is some, then he'll, you know, while that's going on, he'll sort of slowly start mentioning to Seven that he's found out about some other people who might be like him. And he wants to, like, like see them and see how they are and and see how the world is treating them and how they've developed and things like that.